0: Welcome to the MedSoup Podcast, where we talk about trending healthcare topics. I'm your host, Laura Schumacher. Let's dig in. All right, today we are with Dr. Jeffrey Schmidt of Paragon Vein Care and Paragon Surgical in Concord, North Carolina. How are you, Dr. Schmidt?
1: Good. I'm doing well.
0: Good. Good to see you. Thank you. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your background with Paragon Surgical and the vein care services you provide here?
1: Sure. I have been um, practicing general surgery and vascular surgery here in Concord for about 25 years now. Um, we have always been, we have always had vein care as part of our repertoire with the the practice. What's changed a lot over the past, I would say, 15 years is the uh, technology, the ultrasound technology, the laser technology that has allowed it to transition from a a procedure that required general anesthesia uh, to an office-based procedure.
0: Could you talk a little bit more about the differences in the procedure from what it used to be when someone had to go under general anesthesia in terms of how invasive that was as compared Mm -hmm. to what it is now.
1: Sure. Yeah, it's changed uh, quite a bit. It used to be a procedure that could only be done uh, in the operating room with general anesthesia and it required uh, a procedure that was called a vein stripping that created quite a bit of discomfort. Uh, It actually didn't work that well and it uh, um, caused a fair amount of pain and discomfort with the improving ultrasound technology and laser technology, we have been able to transition uh, to a procedure that can be done in the office using small incisions. And now we have uh, ultrasounds that allow us to look at the veins in much greater detail so that we can do all of these procedures that used to require general anesthesia. Now we can do them in the office. Uh, We do have to numb the area up per se with a a solution. It's called tumescent anesthesia. It does require a couple of uh, needle injections of the numbing medication, but after that, the procedure is essentially pain-free.
0: So that's just one of the vein care procedures that you do here. I know that one of the things that the the staff has mentioned before is that this is the one office you can come to and get everything done in one place and not have to go to Different places.
1: Yes. A lot of um, what draws attention to people with vein issues is that they have the bulging uh, veins. And that is actually a surgical procedure that requires some surgical expertise to get rid of those bulging areas. Um, just doing the laser procedure, which is done by lots of different uh, doctors' uh, specialties, can help somewhat, but in order to get the uh, the optimal treatment, it requires that we uh, remove those bulging veins too, and that's a procedure that really with the surgical expertise that we have that we can do it here in the office.
0: So how do you know what type of vein condition someone has?
1: Uh, well, first we do a history and physical, which is I guess, I guess the – you talk to the patient, you see what has been going on with their legs, what's bothering them, uh, the type of symptoms that they're having. And then the physical exam really is, uh, is very important. You see whether they have have things that we would see with uh, chronic changes to the skin, ulcers, uh, the bulging veins. But ultimately, what, what helps us direct the therapy is, is the ultrasound. It um, gives us information about all of the veins in the legs, and we can see which veins are working properly and which ones aren't, and then we decide the treatment modalities to, for the veins that aren't.
0: So someone might see a bulging vein on their leg, and they just think that it's ugly, but it's something to be taken very seriously. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Um, if you have a bulging vein in your your legs, there's a reason for that, and it's because the the underlying veins um, aren't functioning like they used to. Uh, The most common reason for that is that uh, there's some valvular dysfunction. As we age, Um, some of the risk factors are family history, being female, pregnancies, all these things can cause the valves in the veins not to function like they used to. And they're not getting the blood up out of the legs like they used to. So the if you question someone a little bit more specifically, you'll note you'll find that they're having some aching, some heaviness, restless legs throbbing, those sorts of symptoms.
0: So is there a situation where someone could have a venous insufficiency in their leg and not necessarily know it from looking at their legs like they may have some of those symptoms that you're discussing but they look at their leg and they don't really notice anything.
1: Yes, and then we actually see that a fair amount. Not everyone that has uh, vein issues, varicose veins, or, or the more broader term venous insufficiency, has uh, visible evidence of it. Not everybody has the bulging veins. That's why the, um, the ultrasound is so important. Because lots of people have leg complaints, leg swelling, heaviness, um, those sorts of things. Now, certainly there can be other factors that are causing that, but the ultrasound really gives us the information to to see what's going on with the veins.
0: Are there certain jobs or situations or health conditions that may contribute to varicose veins?
1: Yes, uh, if you're on your feet a lot. Uh, We see lots of um, patients that come in, teachers uh, that are on their feet a lot, occupations uh, that require a lot of prolonged standing. Uh, those sorts of things will can predispose somebody to having uh, varicose veins, um, and even if you don't have that type of occupation, it's the the risk factors uh, play an important role. Um, the pregnancies, uh, family history, especially especially in men, um, can can play an important part of the vein problem.
0: Well, I think that's an important thing to point out that a lot of men have this condition, and a lot of women may pay attention to it more because they will notice what's going on with their legs, but men may not think about it as often.
1: Absolutely. I mean, it's more common in women. It can be, it can affect up to 40% of women to some degree, men, about half of that, about 20% of men. And and we find that in men, it tends to run in the family uh, more frequently. Uh, If we may not be their, their mom or their dad, but if you look back a little bit further, tends to run in the family. And we see men that come in that um, have a lot of swelling, a lot of leg discomfort, especially when they're on their feet a lot throughout the day.
0: Prior to getting a procedure when they come to see you and they have a, a comprehensive evaluation, do they go straight to uh, the laser procedure or are there other steps that they can take to help treat that? Or how, how does that work?
1: The, uh, the way that it works is the... Uh, Most patients that are evaluated that we feel have a vein issue per se, then we want to get uh, an ultrasound. So we have uh, two full-time ultrasound sonographers in our office, and we will do a full ultrasound of the legs. And then once we have the information from the ultrasound, we can uh, determine the best uh, treatment for them. If it's minor, if uh, they certain risk factors that we feel that the the laser procedure wouldn't benefit them then we may try conservative therapy and actually that's really the the only other option besides the procedures that we, we provide here is is conservative therapy with uh, prescription strength uh, compression hose and when we want to pursue the procedures the laser uh therapies and such Most of the time with the insurance and Medicare, Medicaid, they require that we go through a period of wearing the hose for a certain period of time to see whether we get benefit from wearing the hose alone.
0: So as a medical procedure, the majority of time this is covered by insurance, correct? Or most insurances cover it?
1: Yes. Most insurance uh, providers cover this uh, procedure. The As long as the patient is having symptoms. And if, if there are just cosmetic concerns, then generally that isn't covered. The, the symptoms that are associated with the, the varicose veins, the ultrasound objective evidence that we see, those are the factors that help uh, the insurance companies justify that this is a covered uh, treatment.
0: So what would someone do um, if they want to have their legs checked, maybe they're feeling some symptoms or maybe they're seeing some bulging veins, do they need to have a physician referral or is it something that they can just call and schedule themselves?
1: Usually they can just call and uh, schedule it themselves. We uh, we can see the patient and talk to them, uh, examine them, and then decide if we feel like uh, their leg issues are related to a vein uh, problem. And then if we do, then we can schedule uh, the them to have an ultrasound, or, or a lot of times we're able to provide that the same day that we do the consultation.
0: And can someone um, also just go to the website and request an appointment that way?
1: Yes, they can go to the website and request the uh, appointment and fill out the a form and someone will call them.
0: In addition to the um, medical vein procedures that you provide, you do have some cosmetic procedures. Now, I know that these are not covered by insurance, but... Um, can you describe some of those options?
1: Yes, uh, a fair number of our patients come in with spider veins and some of the what are called the reticular veins, which are the bluish veins under the surface of the skin that that supply the spider veins. And we do provide uh, cosmetic sclerotherapy for that. It's uh, it isn't covered by insurance, but it is a procedure here that we do. When, when we see someone that has spider veins, uh, and that's a fair number of patients that we see, it's important that we talk to them and do a complete physical exam to determine whether they have some underlying issues with their veins, because then we would want to do an ultrasound. It's important that we treat any underlying issues that they may have with their veins, albeit with the laser or injections, um, before we would do any cosmetic therapy because then they would, their results would be much better.
0: Well, because if someone has spider veins, I mean, there's a reason they have right. spider veins. So right. it's not a normal Correct. thing. And who um, handles that in the office? Who would treat the, the spider veins?
1: Tammy Jenkins is our cosmetics therapist. She's been with us for a, a long time. She does an excellent job
0: how would you describe Paragon and how it it distinguishes itself against other vein care practices?
1: I think one of the things that sets us apart is our team. Uh, We have a a motivated team of of specialists, doctors, uh, nurses, ultrasound uh, technicians. Um, We've been working together for over 15 years uh, doing this, it kind of started doing this right around the time that the laser technology started. So we've, we kind of got in on the uh, on the ground floor and have been developing and, and fine tuning the practice uh, over the years. Uh, from a surgical perspective, you know, we're, we're able to deal with the bulging veins that generally wouldn't be treated if you went to a non-surgical practice. One of the reasons that I, uh, got involved with uh, vein surgery and, and vein care in general is that it's, it really provides benefits to the patient. Uh, it's a it's a relatively safe procedure that we can do here in the office. And I feel that uh, the patients get real benefit. Their legs feel much better, they look better. Uh, and I enjoy uh, uh, providing that care uh,
0: to patients. Someone who has severe issues with their veins, that can lead to very serious conditions, correct? I mean, I've, like ulcers or sores on their legs. What what happens when that gets to that point?
1: Absolutely, we uh, we see a fair number of patients that come in with leg ulcers, and leg ulcers are are really the one of the worst manifestations of severe uh, varicose vein problems and venous insufficiency. Um, a lot of times it's long standing. The Veins aren't getting the blood up out of the legs like they should. The blood sits in those veins down in the most dependent part of the body and creates tremendous pressure. That blood actually can leach out of the veins. The pigment in the blood causes staining of the skin. It can cause the tissue to break down, and you can get develop ulcers. And a lot of times these ulcers aren't uh, under, understood even in the medical process. Uh, a lot of times it's not understood that this, these are actually from a vein problem, and we treat these with, uh, with compression hose, uh, topical ointments, and then we also do the laser procedures and the other uh, procedures that I've talked about. And that's one of the gratifying things that, that I like to do is, is, is treat the patients and allow these ulcers to heal because that can really impact someone's life.
0: So if someone has an ulcer, does that become um, incapacitating where
1: Yes, they can cause tremendous amount of pain, not just that, but it's a um, you know it's it's really uh, affects the their lifestyle and, and creates a situation where they have to wear um, bandages, these things can bleed, they can get infected and uh, and they can cause a significant uh, disruption in someone's life.
0: I think there's probably a perception that people that are affected by venous disease or varicose veins or some of these conditions that you've been discussing is mostly for older people, but you pretty much see a wide range of ages. Is that correct?
1: Yes, uh, we do see a wide range of ages. Uh, it's mostly a disease that affects people in their uh 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. But we do see patients uh, even younger than that. Um, A lot of times uh, women start to develop uh, varicose veins uh, during pregnancy. Uh, Sometimes, especially in men, if their parents have had issues with their veins uh, early in life, that seems to predispose them. And we will see uh, individuals that are younger coming in for vein issues. Another factor is the um, it's obesity. You know, there's a, obesity is becoming much uh, more prevalent in our, in our society. And that directly uh, plays a role in the development of veins too. That extra weight uh, creates extra pressure on the veins and this predisposes people to having um, vein issues, leg issues, skin issues. So we're seeing it more and more.
0: So definitely um, being aware of your weight, weight management, um, would be something that someone could do to help minimize their chances of developing varicose veins. Um, are there some other things that someone can do when they're younger to help prevent that when they're older?
1: Yes, uh, the main thing is try to uh, maintain an active lifestyle. Um, people that are sedentary, uh, you know, in addition to all the other health risk factors that that predispose you to it. it certainly contributes to uh, vein uh, problems. People that are more active, the, the calf muscle, the thigh muscles, they act almost like pumps the, that help assist the, the venous circulation. And that's one of the reasons that people that stand uh, throughout the day and um, don't move throughout the day in their job uh, are more likely to be affected by this. So weight loss, more active lifestyle, and if you are, um, have a profession that requires you to stand, you should get uh, some nice knee high uh, prescription strength compression hose. That's really the main thing that you can do to make your legs feel better and help prevent uh, the progression of, of vein problems.
0: Because that compression stops the pooling of blood lower in the leg, is yes. that correct? Yes.
1: We all, we all tend to retain fluid, especially as we, as we age uh, our hearts doesn't pump quite like it used to our kidneys don't filter the blood so we all retain fluid especially you know towards the end of the day after we've been up all day long people that have had that have vein problems on top of that then they their leg swelling is even more significant so wearing compression hose throughout the day is, is certainly something that you can do to help with symptoms and help prevent the vein issues from worsening
0: So does crossing your legs create a problem for vein problems Uh, later on?
1: No, not necessarily. Um, Because
0: I I didn't know if that was a myth or a fact.
1: It's more of a myth. Okay.
0: Well, that's good. I feel better now. (laughs) (laughs) So if someone wants to learn more about uh, vein health or to schedule an appointment, they can call the office at 704-262-1650 or visit paragonveincare.com. Thank you so much, Dr. Schmidt, for um, giving us more information about varicose and spider veins.
1: Thank you for having me.